0: Hello, welcome to the Breathe Better Challenge. This is your tutorial on functional breathing. We're looking at the biomechanics of breathing, what's happening in the body, and why this can be life-changing. Let's start inspired with a quote by Ida Rolf. She says, the body is solid material wrapped around the breath. I love this because we often orient to the body and it just happens to be breathing. What if we orient to the breath and watch what happens for the body. This is the journey we're taking over the next five days. Let's look at breathing and what it means to breathe functionally. Breathing is unique in that it's both automatic and can be brought under conscious control. Automatic because your body depends on it and will do it, whether you're thinking about it or not. The fact that it can be brought under conscious control gives you tremendous agency. An opportunity to breathe in ways that create health and longevity. Patrick McCowan of Oxygen Advantage estimates that 60 to 80% of adults have dysfunctional breathing. Usually the chronic hyperventilation dysfunctional breathing, which means breathing too much and too fast. When you breathe through your mouth, you're likely to breathe too much and too fast because the nostrils slow down the rate at which you draw in air. Then oxygen is drawn deeper into the lungs, and there is more exchange with the blood. When you're breathing through the mouth, more air is drawn in, but the oxygen distribution is different. So you can be gulping air and feel like you never get a full deep breath. Functional breathing is teaching and training the body to breathe in a way that's satisfying where the breath is delivering oxygen to your bloodstream. And there is a cascade of other unique health benefits. For example, when you breathe through the nostrils, you produce a molecule called nitric oxide. It has an array of benefits to make it simple. Let's say nitric oxide helps you breathe better and enhances immune function. Also, with full diaphragmatic breathing, there's a pumping and a pulsing and an intra-abdominal pressure that massages your organs of digestion and your pericardium. When you establish rhythmic breathing, it balances the branches of your nervous system, and most of us will feel the stimulation of the vagus nerve and parasympathetic, and will feel more at ease, more open, able to relax. We'll talk more about the breath and the nervous system in the next tutorial. Right now, we're gonna focus on functional breathing and what it means with our anatomy and physiology. Any conversation about functional breathing will take us to the respiratory diaphragm because this is the muscle, the pump, the engine of breathing. It is a double-domed musculotendinous sheet. Let's break that down. Double-domed, which means it's a little asymmetrical, and this is to make space for the liver on the right side and the heart on the left. Musculotendinous means it has both muscle fibers and tendons. Sheet, it's a horizontal diaphragm, so it looks like a parachute or a balloon, but it moves more like a pump. Like any muscle, the respiratory diaphragm can be weak or strong. It can be developed, balanced, and it needs to be maintained with practice. Practice is functional breathing. As the respiratory diaphragm is strengthened, the muscle fibers will actually thicken. The practice of functional breathing is getting in a rhythm, and this is a specific movement of the respiratory diaphragm. During inhale, the respiratory diaphragm expands, widens, flattens, and descends slightly to pull air into the lungs. This widening, flattening, descending increases the vertical diameter of the thoracic cavity. During exhale, the inverse happens. The respiratory diaphragm comes in and springs back up to its natural dome shape to push air out of the lungs. And the abdominals and intercostals will aid in exhalation, which is part of that decrease in the vertical diameter. That's a lot. Here it is again. During inhale, the respiratory diaphragm expands widens, flattens, and descends to pull air into the lungs. During exhale, the respiratory diaphragm contracts and lofts and lifts back up to push air out of the lungs. During the live classes, I'll have a model which will give you another way to see this functionality of the respiratory diaphragm in the lungs. For now, you're going to feel it in your own body. Place your hands on your lower ribs and take a few full deep breaths in through the nose and out through the nose. To the best of your ability, relax your shoulders, relax your belly. And feel there's a natural expansion on the inhale. It'll happen underneath your hands in this lower rib region and a natural drawing in on the exhale. Keep breathing and I'm going to play a video for you of a jellyfish. A student sent this to me many years ago and I love it and I continue to use it because it reminds me that this rhythm of breathing is a natural phenomenon. We want it to be intuitive and organic, not mechanical, something really heady or something that we're fixing and fussing with. It may take some training to get back to this natural rhythm, but ultimately is a natural rhythm that our body is designed to do. A few more breaths. And then keep your hands on the lower rib region because this is where the respiratory diaphragm lives. It attaches to the lower ribs and thoracic vertebra number 12. That's important. And a clear indicator of full diaphragmatic breathing is the expansion in all directions, but especially the lateral expansion of the ribs. It's a lot to say expansion of the vertical diameter, contraction of the vertical diameter. So the cue, the sutra that I will use for this is breathing with circumference. When you're breathing with circumference, there's this fullness and strength in this part of the body. Again, it will create intra-abdominal pressure. And this is very important for core strength and other muscles that attach around T12. Some of the most important and obvious muscles that attach around T12 are the psoas, the trapezius, and the quadratus laborum, commonly called the QL dysfunctional breathing will cause tightening, pulling, restriction, even binding in and around these muscles. So when we breathe fully and deeply, we create the potential for better balance throughout the whole body. And these images, you can see some of these muscles and where they attach. On the image on the left, note that the respiratory diaphragm is in the abdominal cavity. And then at the bottom, in a very similar shape is the pelvic floor diaphragm, the muscles of the pelvic floor. This image just shows that it seems really crisp and clean and clear, but there is a whole entanglement of these muscles around T12. And for example, the psoas actually shares a tendon with the respiratory diaphragm, what are called the legs of the respiratory diaphragm. Now, again, the respiratory diaphragm has a reciprocal relationship with the pelvic floor diaphragm. They're like the two poles of a globe. They respond to one another, and together they regulate intra-abdominal pressure. Intra-abdominal pressure creates a strong core, it stabilizes your spine, and even organizes the organs. This is why functional breathing can relieve tension in your shoulders, your neck, dissolve back pain, and so much more. When we breathe fully and deeply and the respiratory diaphragm is moving with that rhythm, we get this full body balance. Functional breathing has tremendous benefit. It's it's endless. Some easy ones, better oxygen supply, the production of nitric oxide, structural support for your spine, key muscles will relax and release and function optimally. Functional breathing does require some training and skill, including breathing in and out through your nose, breathing with circumference, which is that expansion front, back, side to side on the inhale, and contraction front, back, side to side on the exhale, we will practice that during our live classes. And then when you've got this full pump of the respiratory diaphragm, you settle into a natural, organic, and intuitive rhythm. Remember that nostril breathing slows down the rate of breathing. And even if you feel like your nose is stuffy, stick with it. Breathing with circumference does require strength in the respiratory diaphragm. And that strength will be developed over time. It's training. It's like lifting weights when you're doing this functional breathing. And the muscle fibers will thicken. Once we've done the training, we've cleared up the nostrils, Then we get to settle into that beautiful rhythm like the jellyfish and so many structures in the body feel nourished and supported by the rhythms of functional breathing. In the next tutorial, we'll talk more about the breath and the nervous system. And again, join us for the live classes where you'll get to feel this and embed this in the very fabric of body and being.